0: Hello magical Mummers, welcome to episode 20 of the magical mothering podcast. I'm Dania Foster, elemental energy healer and nurturer of mothers who are struggling with disconnect whilst raising highly sensitive kids. Today I'm talking about holding boundaries with love. If you want more of this, don't forget to click subscribe so you get my next episode. And if you'd like a supportive circle to guide you through your journey of magical mothering, I invite you to join my online magical mothering collective circle where we can share our stories and what's really going on in our world and help keep you accountable to checking in with your own emotions every new and full moon. You can find that at dannyafoster.com slash circle. So, As highly sensitive people ourselves, we've often grown to survive through the world (laughs) with our emotions by becoming people pleasers. We have grown adaptive to keeping the peace, especially as empathetic people who are feeling the emotions of everybody around us. We are often uh, always sensing and adjusting our energy to make sure that we can keep a smooth line of peace around us, okay? Often that has meant that as children, we have learned or adapted to lessen our own needs our own desires to be able to accommodate for other people who may be more demanding or for other situations who have felt like they needed our presence to be the healer of the situation rather than receiving what we really needed ourselves so hence the birth of the people pleaser within us I see you. Okay, now as we have um, been birthed into our motherhood and we are often raising children who are highly sensitive themselves, we have become aware or awakened that we are here to break those cycles because we have that deep inner knowing or sometimes it is birthed from fear that our children are going to um, squash their own personal power, squash their own um, sense of self to be able to please other people. And we don't want them to have to do this in a work that we are doing to be able to unleash um, our children. We don't want them to have to spend all of this time and energy working through their shadow cells I mean we're parents we're going to do something to to make an imprint but we're wanting to lessen that load we're wanting to do the best job that we can and the more aware and awake we are the um, to our own selves our own shadows the more we are able to not pass on these burdens to our children so Something that we are learning as people that are breaking out of the people-please energy, we're unleashing ourselves from these ancestral or Akashic ties that keep us playing small, feeling like we're not enough, um, lessening our power, not trusting our our inner guidance ourselves, is that we need to be able to hold a boundary. This is something that we need to work quite a lot on. And uh, often the times when we talk about boundaries, people think that it's about putting up walls to stop other people from getting in or taking your energy or sapping that energy. But a lot of the time it is about standing your ground and holding that energy yourself, okay? And this is boundaries with love because we want to hold a hard boundary With an open heart. And we want to teach our children by modeling this. We want to show them that this is how we interact with people around the world so that we can still be open and loving and giving without burning out, without over um, delivering. (laughs) It's something that I'm personally learning all the time. And that's okay to be constantly learning and growing. This is why it is a journey. Okay. Um, Now, one of the best things that we need to do to be able to get to this point of knowing how to hold a boundary and what your personal limits actually are is to know what your values are. Okay, so what is it that you value? Um, So I'm going to keep it quite basic and quite broad for the topic of this conversation is that it could just be simply to um, feel calm and grounded that's the most that's one of the most common values that I get from mothers that I work with is that they just want to be able to hold that energy for their family a harmonious home a calm home a grounded home okay the value is calm and grounded so How do you get to that point? we have needs that need to be met to get to that point so one of the biggest things that we need especially as mothers who are highly sensitive empathetic feeling all of the needs around everybody and constantly nurturing and and we often end up over giving or over delivering and then we feel burnt out we feel touched out okay so what do we need to be able to res- resist that space and stay in our values of calm and grounded is we often need some space now boundaries and space is a good one to use as an example so let's talk about it just at home in the home space when you're talking to your child needing to know your values and your needs so you can clearly identify and communicate them to your family Okay, so it could be as simple as going through the SMART goals around is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it relevant? Is it timely? So when we are breaking these cycles and not overgiving and not running ourselves off our feet, trying to serve everybody else before we serve ourselves, let's talk about serving yourself before you can be there to give to others. So the value is I want to feel calm and grounded. So What I need (laughs) is um, five minutes of alone time. Okay, so alone time is specific. So let's make it even more specific, often needed if you have younger children. So it could be, I need to spend five minutes alone in meditation in my room before I can come out and um, do this thing. So it may be that, Before I do that, yes, I hear that you want me to come and play that game with you or you want me to come and make that food for you or whatever it is. But first, I just need to spend five minutes in, in my room alone so that I can feel calm and grounded when I come out and play? So that's keeping it quite specific. It's measurable. It's only five minutes. It's attainable. You're right there in the bedroom. It's relevant. It's so that you can feel calm and grounded. That means that our children are becoming aware. We need to keep it relevant so that your kids, your partner, your family can understand why you need that. Um, and is it timely? It's like, yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Okay um, so we're breaking the cycles and we're changing this family code of honor where um, you know you may have never seen your mom take some time out to um, to meditate. So it's like an odd concept for you and you have all of these barriers to doing this where it makes you feel maybe it's guilt that you are not serving them um, before your own needs. Okay but breaking this cycle we remember that when we are holding our boundaries and our personal limits no is a full sentence okay but when we are working with people like our kids our partner and our family who are not used to <laughs> not used to us having these limits these boundaries they can have expectations that we're going to keep giving and Whilst in some situations it's perfectly fine to let people down with a hard no, there are some situations like with our kids where we've got to move into that a bit, bit more softly. And this is why we're doing boundaries with love, is that we're teaching people how to respect our boundaries, just like we're teaching ourselves how to honor us, our own boundaries. So whilst no is a full sentence, it does help to make it relevant to your kids of the reason why you can't just straight away go and do this. You need to take something for you first. Um, you know, yes, you want me to come and, you know, lay down in bed with you, but I need to finish my dinner first. Um, as simple as that, because I need to feel full. I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> we have basic needs. There's so many range of things that we put ourselves last for. Okay. Um, so whilst, yeah, you can say no as a full sentence for anybody else that's outside of yourself. You know, it could be that, well, for example, um, as I was talking about rhythm, I've talked about rhythm a lot and I review my rhythm every Sunday where I'll look at our calendar and I'll think, what do we have on this week? Is my energy at a space where I can be there for this? Or do I need to cut some things back? So for the people outside of my intimate bubble, like my kids, my family, um, there's some um, room for no as a full sentence with that. I can just say, no, we're not going to make that this week. And I don't need to give any excuses. I don't need to, like, this is one of my pet peeves when people um, make up excuses or a lie or say that they're, you know, they're sick when they're not or um, all of those different things. As an intuitive, you can feel the difference with the truth and that. And that's something that I hate. And um, so you don't need to make up excuses. And I know that you're trying to do that to make the other person feel better but really you don't need to, okay? There's no justification necessary, okay? Even if you have been so busy and you run off your feet and you you honestly need to take a quiet week, you don't need to explain that unless you feel like, you know, you want to. But you don't need to come up with excuses. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to explain anything. You don't need to apologize about this, okay? You don't need to apologize for taking space or saying that you can't make something. Review your weekly calendar. Make it a ritual to sit down and look at the events that you have for the week ahead and think, is this attainable for the energy that i have is it going to meet my values is it going to meet my kids values because remember we are advocating for our kids needs we're protecting their energy as, as much as our own and a lot of this is all of these changes of rhythm changes of schedule at the end of the year um so many more events more lights more evenings out and um different types of food um more sugar, all of these different things that we get um, influenced into our life. We don't have our regular rhythm. It is hard for our sensitive little kids to keep up. So we are advocating for our child's needs as well. So while you're looking at that weekly rhythm, thinking, is this going to be okay for my kids? Will they be able to keep up with this as well? And being able to just shift and adapt your energy in alignment with your values and this is advocating for you and your family to stay in alignment with what's important to you with what's serving you rather than stopping um rather than squashing down your needs and pushing yourselves past um, burnout to be able to keep up with everybody else's demands okay so we are coming at these um, things from a center of personal power and that is activated by your inner priestess of personal power. So, I'll talk about her in a, in, a, in a podcast coming up. But when we activate our priestess of personal power, we feel really, really centered in our values because this is um, all about the solar plexus energy. Okay, so to be able to be sturdy within our solar plexus energy, our center of personal power, we have a solid grounded energy through our root chakra. We have a, a central energy of purpose activated within our sacral chakra. Um, And our desires are met, our needs are met, we feel grounded and safe and stable in what we are doing. And then we can feel activated within our personal power to to go and do that, to stand in our worth with that okay now we want to do come up from that place because if we are not grounded if we are not anchored in what our values are if we're not anchored in what our needs are and our desires have been have not been met then we end up screaming our boundaries like just give me some space <laughs> you know just give me some space please leave me alone everybody be quiet we get to that point when we haven't met our base chakra energy when we haven't met our sacral energy and when we are not coming at this from a space of personal power from our solar plexus energy, okay? So we need to make sure that we are holding our our energy, our boundaries are for uh, holding our own space, holding holding space for ourselves. Often we um, think that our boundaries are all about other people, but they're actually about um holding this space for ourselves so yeah as i was saying other people have become accustomed to your lack of boundaries it's um your lack of boundaries has been serving them. Um, so it could be that your kids have been um, served by your boundaries because they get everything straight away and you're not taking that space to get give yourself your needs. So it can be a bit of an adjustment period. It could even be your partner having that adjustment period. And it could even be your family members, your extended family members, people in your community who have been um, grown accustomed to you just allowing everything to, um, you molding yourself to fit around everybody else. And so it might take them a bit of time to adjust to the fact that you are serving yourself first, you're serving your kids' needs first. And you're saying, no, you're saying, I don't have the energy for that. or you're saying, you know, that's not in my schedule at this week. I don't have room for that. So what is it that... um, that you can do. So let's talk about this in the aspect of we've got this Christmas time of year here. December is a really busy time of of year for extra um, activities, extra festivities, extra events, family, um, lunches with extended family. And we have been... as I was saying, as a child, you've been conditioned to this code of honour to be able to fit in with your tribe and now that you have birthed these children that are waking you up and seeing that that code of honour is no longer serving your energy, that code of honour is no longer Um, working for what your values are and you're changing that some people in that extended family who are still living in alignment with those values are going to feel a bit triggered perhaps and they might take it personally that you are living in a different code of honor you're rewriting your code of honor to suit what your needs are so how do we confront that it's um I'll just give you some examples of some things that you can come up with at um, family gatherings. You can say things like, I appreciate your concern, but this is my decision. Um, I respect your values and beliefs, but I don't share them. Yeah. You could say that um, this, this conversation is no longer available. This is not a conversation that I'm willing to have with you. There's lots of different things that you can say then. Put them in your words. Um, I know that, for example, um, it could be like as an unschooling mum, I've got three kids and it could be a question as simple as how's schooling going, homeschooling? And, you know, that used to be one that would really trigger me because if I wasn't grounded in my values, if I wasn't grounded in my, my needs and desires and, and what's important to my purpose, then that question could really throw me into the, oh, you think I'm not doing enough? Oh, you think that, you know, I'm not doing the right thing and that, you know, um, all of these attacks on self. But when we come at this from a grounded position of love, we can um, be really stable in our values and um, the way that we can communicate this is that, um, you know, you can share that it's going great and come at that from a really grounded energy. Um, if people have concerns about the way that you're living your life, it's a bit out of the ordinary. It could be coming back to it simply that I appreciate your concern, but this is our decision. This is how we are raising our children and this is what we know to be best for us. Okay, it's not about them. It's about you. Okay, so we're holding hard boundaries with an open heart. Okay, and if you see these boundary violations, people that keep pushing, people keep pushing or trying to convince you to change what your value systems are, to get back into that old code of honour, this can be really, really common when we have those family members that are really strict and adhering to their family code of honour. And they see you as needing to be retrained or retaught as the child still in that community. And you're reestablishing yourself as your own leader of your own community within your family bubble. So we observe and we communicate what we can see is going on. Okay. It could be that I see that you're having some trouble um, accepting the way that we want to school, the way that we want to raise our children, the way that we communicate with our kids. Respectful parents, I see that we get this a lot. Um, It could look to outside people that we let our kids walk all over us because we let them have opinions. We could be seen that we let our um, kids get away with everything because we have um, conversations that talk to them as if they're equals. Okay. We're changing old patterns. Okay. And to people that are adhering to that pattern, that can be really frightening, that can be really threatening to the way that they have always lived their life as well. So we observe, it's like, I can see that you are um, uncomfortable with the way that I'm dealing with my child, Um, but I need you to let me make these choices for my children because our values are different. Okay. It's not making it personal. It's not making it about them. It's not putting them down about the way that they raised you or the way that they're raising their children or anything like that. It's um, let's turn it about you and your children. Um, if it comes back to you needing some personal space just to be able to get to that ground and um, calm state, instead of Ugh, get off me. You're driving me crazy. You know, give me some space. You never leave me alone. <sighs> let's just release that. Cause I know that that's something that I go to when I'm not, when I'm not anchored, but let's change it into not about them. It's about you. It's I need some alone time so that I can refuel my energy so that I can be really present while we're playing that game later. Let's make it about the family. I need you to respect my boundaries so that I can be um, joyous and enjoy this time with you and make some happy memories at this Christmas lunch. Okay? It's about I'm here. Why, why are you here? What's your intention? I'm here to have fun. I'm here to be joyous. I'm here to share love with the family. And what do you need to be able to get that? Okay. Okay. So we are um, probably better off starting with a tight boundary and then see how it serves you. You can always loosen your boundaries off later if you feel that you you don't need such a strict boundary of, of what you're setting for other people to adhere to. Okay, It's a lot harder for people when you are teaching them your boundaries or sharing your new family code of honor with them it's a lot easier for you to start with a hard line and soften it over time as you feel comfortable rather than going in loosely and not being clear so remember what Brené Brown says clear is kind okay we start off really really clear hard lines open heart okay what we really need to advocate for our child's needs is to be able to review the energy of what's coming up. So, you need some quiet space to do that, set a ritual of every week you're looking at the calendar ahead. And if, you're, if your week is not as slow as mine, because I've intentionally made my time really slow, um, if your week is moving a bit quickly and your events come in a lot faster than that, then it could be every evening you sit down and look at the calendar for your next day. And you think, do my kids have the energy for this? Do I have the energy for this? We're not pushing either of you, you're you or your kids outside your energy boundaries without preparing yourself for that okay so then you can advocate for your needs advocate for your child's needs by saying hey i'm not actually going to make that event tomorrow hey um um you know what is it, whatever it might be um and this is that's really on a physical level of boundaries with time boundaries with energy um how late do you want to stay up? How many events you want to go to? How much running around or rushing do you want to do? Because I know that rushing is something that really throws my energy off. So maybe looking at how much time do you have between events as well? Do you have downtime in between? I always schedule in rest days. If we have an event, we can't do anything the next day because we all need to just ground in again. As a mother who is highly sensitive with children who are highly sensitive, we have an intentionally slow Rhythm, allowing big spaces of rest. As I talk about with rhythm, we breathe in, we breathe out, contract and expand. So we have an expansion energy where we go out and do things and then we have a contraction energy. We need time to come back into ourselves, time to go and do our own things separately in our own bedrooms at the house, taking time to just, the kids might want to just sit and draw. The kids might just want to sit and watch their favorite show. You know, it's decompression time. We all need that. Um, So holding that boundary for your family and communicating that is really important. What we really need though as mothers of our highly sensitive kids and um, as emotional mothers ourselves who may be feeling that disconnect, feeling that struggle with being able to hold these boundaries is to unleash ourselves from these old codes that are no longer serving you. Whilst we rewrite the new that's based on our values and we need to model this to our children. We need to model how you stand for what actually serves you. So in my work, I do this with mothers where I use tools like bespoke flower essences and journeys into the akashic and the ancestral realms to release these energetic imprints okay your child is here to break this cycle and it's triggering triggering you to advocate for them and when you advocate for them when you hold these boundaries and stand up for what your family values are when you're rewriting your new code of honor You're giving your children the permission to rise into their power, to hold their power, to trust their power, to live in power, okay? And that is our ultimate goal. So thank you again for joining me, Dania Foster, Elemental Energy Healer for this Magical Mothering podcast. If you would like to know more, please come visit my website, daniafoster.com. And you can see all my episode notes at daniafoster.com slash blog slash episode 20. And the invitation stands for you to come circle with me in our online magical mothering collective, New Moon and Full Moon Circles. Or if you'd like a more intimate container to work with me on becoming the grounded guide your child chose you to be, please send me an email, dania at daniafoster.com. I'd love to be your guide for your own magical motherhood journey. Lots of love to you.